This is an episode of Crush It Mondays, How to Overcome Self-Doubt. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. And each Monday, I'll bring you an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start. Today, I want to talk about doubt. There are so many times and in different areas of our lives where we all have self-doubt. The thought, what if I'm not good enough? Sport is the easiest example, but it can happen anytime. It can be doubt in your own capability accepting a role at work. It can be doubting a decision that you made. Or it could even just be doubting that you're doing the right thing. Doubt and self-confidence are definitely linked, and nobody is perfectly confident all the time. Every single person experiences doubt and loss of confidence, no matter what their level of accomplishment may be. And in my experience, focusing on negative thoughts are what lead to self-doubt. Overthinking leads to self-doubt. And sometimes self-doubt leads to giving up. And I'll use a simple example. It definitely came up for me over the weekend. I did a race called the NIMBY 50 in Pemberton, British Columbia. It is the most technical cross-country race in British Columbia. And in fact, over half the field rides enduro bikes instead of cross-country bikes because the descents are so gnarly. I was afraid before the start because conditions were going to be dangerously wet and slick on the very technical course. And I had also chosen a race setup that was for dry conditions, and I didn't have any way to change what I brought. The forecast was supposed to be like 80 and sunny and hot, and within 24 hours of the race, it changed to cold and raining. And I was ruminating about something bad happening on the descents, and I just kept thinking about it. I kept thinking to myself, well, I normally ride my 120 mil bike, and I brought my 100 mil bike, and for wet conditions, I would use different tires, blah, blah, blah. And I totally psyched myself out. And I've done this race three times in both wet and dry conditions. So I knew what was in front of me. I knew that I had ridden everything in wet conditions. And for some reason, I was still just freaked out about it. And I was talking to my husband, Matt, and he said, you've done this course in multiple conditions. Trust that you know how to ride the really technical parts trust. And I kept trying to tell myself that and it was hard. And there are days where I really trust my skills. And then there are the off days where I choke. And in terms of how I rode the technical descents relative to how I normally ride, I totally choked. And it was disappointing. I couldn't overcome my own self doubt. And I walked stuff in the race that I'd ridden tons of times, even in wet conditions. So self doubt conquered me there. However, an example of crushing self-doubt the same day was at the start. I've been working hard on my fitness this year, and I thought that I was going to have a fast start. I've done interval training using Trainer Road and my Wahoo Kicker. I have a four-eye power meter, so I know what I'm capable of. But on the first climb, it seemed like everyone was just riding away from me, and I had dropped back to fifth or sixth place, and I couldn't go any faster. I couldn't even see the women in front of me anymore. So to break it down, my thought process was objective observation. I'm not riding at the front of this race. I'm in fifth or sixth right now. Negative thought. I'm not fast anymore. I suck. I'm too slow. The work I've been doing isn't paying off. Self-doubt. I guess I was wrong thinking I'd be able to race for the win. I am not good enough. I want to give up. Spoiler alert. 
I ended up winning the race. So what happened next? Well, first, I was immediately aware of the thought pattern that was going on, which is super important. This is something that I've practiced for years in racing is when I start down this ruminating path, being able to just know that I'm doing it. And the awareness that you're starting to slip into a tornado of doubt and negative thoughts is super powerful. Next, I chose to stop focusing on what everyone else was doing. We were only five minutes into an almost three-hour day. I looked at my heart rate and power and thought, well, that's on par for me and I'm doing my best right now. I didn't feel great in my warm-up, which was a little bit disheartening. And sometimes it takes me longer to get going in races. I tried to stop looking at how fast everyone else was and committed to riding my best, regardless of what anyone else is doing, even if it wasn't as fast as the other people in my field, and even if I knew that I've been stronger on other days. I tried to stop comparing myself, which is super hard, and because a race podium by definition is how fast you are compared to somebody else. And a few minutes later, it seemed like everyone started to slow down, and I ended up moving up to second place really quickly. And it's because it took me longer to warm up. It wasn't because of the mindset piece that I just talked about, but just being aware of that mindset piece was going to set me up for an enjoyable day instead of a total negative day where I wouldn't enjoy myself and just totally ruin the experience. So the disclaimer is that I've had this thought process in other races at the start, and I haven't come around physically, but I have come around mentally. And feeling stronger isn't the point here. The point was recognizing the thoughts and changing my focus because our thoughts are what create our experience. And if we can change our negative thoughts around, then we can have a good experience and the end result won't matter quite as much. And as the race progressed, I didn't worry about what place I was in. And about 50 minutes in, I caught the person who was leading the race and I passed her. I overcame the doubt that I wasn't fast enough. And then my next thought, what if I get caught? And my response to myself was, I'm going to ride my best. And if I get caught and pass, I didn't deserve to win. And that is okay. The self-doubt I wasn't able to overcome was riding at my normal level in wet conditions. So I've raced this course in colder, greasier conditions. I psyched myself out the 24 hours leading into the race. I doubted myself and I was afraid to commit to certain off-camber rock rolls and steep shoots. And in BC... Unlike anywhere else I've ridden, once you commit to some of the descents, you can't actually just stop and get off your bike. You're riding basically down a cliff or down something where you are either crashing or you're making it to the bottom. So because of that, I was walking more than I ever have, and it just got worse. I had lost confidence in my ability. I totally choked. I was frustrated. But while it's a shame that that happened, I was able to mostly avoid creating a spiraling narrative of how much I sucked. Instead, I just accepted that it was where I was at that day and it didn't mean anything more than that. And I practiced self-compassion. So this is like a race win isn't going to be pretty all the time. You can be crushing it in one area and not crushing it in another. And hopefully you're crushing it everywhere, but this happens. So instead of focusing on all the negative things that were happening, I just chose to focus on all the things that I was doing well and to do them really, really, really well. And I was doing well on the climbs. And in the end, I won the race by 18 seconds. And I didn't see anybody coming. I didn't know what was happening. I just was committed to riding as hard as I could and doing the best that I could. And I crossed the finish line and I looked back and 18 seconds later, second place came across the line. So that's another great example of just not giving up because you have no idea what's happening behind you. If I had let up for a second, then I would have lost the race. 
Another quick example was Kate Courtney's inspiring World Cup win over this weekend. You can watch it on RedBull.tv. It was in Nove Mesto, Czech Republic, and it was awesome. I highly recommend watching it. And she's been on this podcast a couple of times. But she had mentioned on her Instagram that she had had a flat tire, had to claw back 35 seconds, which in a World Cup is a lot, and had thoughts of doubt. I love that she said that she had doubt because at any level, we all experience doubt. Even when you're the reigning world champion like her, even whenever it seems like you're so strong and nothing's going to stop you, even people like that have self-doubt. But to overcome it, you just have to get as present as you can and focus on doing something well, even if it's something very small. So this week, I challenge you to notice when you start having negative thoughts, where they stem from and the doubts that come with it. Write them down. And it's okay if you can't turn it around, but step one is noticing when the claws of self-doubt are in you. And there are times where we actually do overcome self-doubt and it's a muscle. So think of the times you overcame self-doubt and surprised yourself too. And when you do notice negative self-talk and doubt, can you change the story that you're telling yourself to create an opportunity for improvement instead of using it as verification that you're not good enough? Or can you focus on the experience of it, not on the end result, but just on having a good experience regardless of what the outcome may be? And what happens if you actually weren't good enough at something where you couldn't achieve the goal that you're going for? Like how I couldn't regain confidence on the descents on the race over the weekend. And it was truly all in my head. And that happens too. So instead of saying, I'm not good enough, you can say, I'm having an off day. Or you can say, I can work on this to improve. I'm just not good enough yet. And I did say that. I said that if I was good enough on slick, wet descents, I wouldn't be shaken with my confidence. I would feel good about going in and I wouldn't be ruminating about how sketchy it's going to be. So I have some work to do there. And resilience is built on trying over and over, working at something over and over, or even changing your strategy for improvement. And I think that one of the best antidotes for self-doubt is saying, even if today doesn't go exactly the way I wanted it to go, I can show up tomorrow, I can keep working at it, and one day it will all come together. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for your feedback. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying the Crush It Monday episodes. It's been fun to add this in in addition to my weekly interviews. So have an awesome week and we'll see you back here in a few days.